0: Hi everybody, the Complex PTSD guy here. I'll start out by saying I'm not a doctor or psychiatrist. I'm just a guy living with complex PTSD and I'm sharing my own ideas, experiences, and opinions on this podcast. I wanted to share a little bit and do a little bit of a reminder podcast um, about something that I think is really important to I guess repeat or elaborate on a little bit more. So I told you guys uh, back in October that I had had an accident, um, and that I've been in counseling ever since then. Cause I had, um, some very negative thoughts at the time. And I, uh, Monday we had really bad weather here where I live. We had part of that huge ice Arctic freeze, whatever you want to call it. So my counseling session, um, I ended up just doing paperwork that was sent through an email. Um, And I've told you before, at the counseling session, we talk about all kinds of things. We talk about thoughts of hopelessness that I've struggled with, um, sometimes boredom. And a lot of times when there would be moments of boredom is when I would drink. And I've told you guys before that when I did drink, and I haven't drank since October, by the way, but when I I did drink, um, I'm a binge drinker. So, you know, and binge drinking is, I think, different from what a lot of other people do um when they drink a lot people drink in all different ways the way that they drink um but binge drinking is something that sort of developed over time and i would say the more you isolate the easier it is to do um which is not good uh, obviously um so in regards to that one of the things that i've been doing and something that i was remind, reminded of from my the worksheet that I was emailed, again, because of the class that I was supposed to, it was canceled Monday, so I was emailed a worksheet instead. Um, a few other things on there, it said things that you've particularly, you know, struggled with. And I put three things. One was binge drinking, and the other two were boredom, and the other one was hopelessness. Um, and it said, who do you have in your life that can help with your main issues? And I thought, or who do you know has struggled with these these same issues. And I thought, boy, I don't know, you know, boredom and hopelessness. I don't really, I don't know that I've ever even heard a person who I know ever say, I really struggle with boredom or I really struggle with hopelessness. Now binge drinking, I probably knew, I do actually know a couple of people have struggled with that. Um, so I did write a couple of names down. And one name in particular, I hadn't really thought about before but they actually they hit a lot of the qualifications for particular types of support that this worksheet was wanting me to seek out and this is a friend of mine um it's actually a an older fellow older than myself I should say um but we get along really well we've actually worked together in the history community and he's very open about his struggles with I don't remember if it was drinking or or particularly what it was, but I, I'm pretty sure drinking was part of it. He used to own a casino in a like a poker gambling casino type place where there's a lot of drinking. And this was out in California back in the 1970s. And he's kind of like a cowboy. Um, he dresses like a cowboy and he's, he's almost like a movie actor. Like he's got this kind of persona. It's very interesting. Um, but he bought a couple of the historical homes in the town where I where I uh, did Underground Railroad history and they're two of the the biggest houses in the whole town. They're really big pre-Civil War homes. Um but he also hosts a an AA group. Um and I email him regularly. We just emailed the other day, but I actually have not opened up to him about my particular struggle with this thing. And but until I did this you know this worksheet, I thought he really would be the perfect person um and he he does other activities as well um very interesting guy he owns a an Airbnb and a bed and breakfast over there in this great big pre-civil war home um it's a beautiful home by the way but i just hadn't really thought of him as being this kind of central person to reach out to who would actually just be a great resource for that. And I, you know, we already get along great. He doesn't know about what happened in October. um, And so he doesn't know about certain things that are going on, but I might as well just go ahead and open up to him about it. But I probably wouldn't have done it is one reason I'm mentioning this on this podcast. If I hadn't, have had this worksheet to do. Um, And so I wanted to point out that counseling and seeking professional help really does help. Even if you, even if you feel like you already have the answers, and you know whatever you might be thinking, because um, I, I really was never planning to open up about this to him. I've just, you know, I, I've had a few people who I've been open to about certain things in my personal life, and I wanted to keep him at more of like a a friend who doesn't know everything about me type thing. Um, you know, like a an acquaintance friend who doesn't know. This side of me, um, but maybe I should just open up because it's similar things he's dealt with too. Um, so I am. But another reason I wanted to do this episode, and again, I'm I'm sharing something I've shared before, but I want to stress the importance of it, is in regards to the two other things, the boredom and the hopelessness, one thing that actually helps me a lot is doing this podcast. and Because um, one of the questions, again, on this worksheet was... How do you reach out to others? And I feel like I reach out to you guys because I'm talking about complex PTSD. And like I've said, this is almost like a diary. And you guys are literally eavesdropping in on my life, which obviously I'm fine with because I'm doing it. Like I'm doing the podcast. Um, But literally what I say to you guys is what I would write if I had a diary or a journal. I'm just saying it on a podcast. So this is like a primary resource. If you're from the world of history, primary resource would be a diary. It's like a first-hand personal account of something. Um, but I wanted to stress that. And I also wanted to stress in regards to boredom and hopelessness. Um, I think a lot of hopelessness can come from boredom. And a lot of drinking can come from boredom. Um, and that's, you know, they have that old saying, idle hands are the devil's workshop. But, Boredom, one thing that I told my counselor a few weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago, um, when I saw her in person, because I see her every two weeks, um, I said the only thing that I've ever noticed, um, maybe besides exercise, which, you know, I just can't exercise constantly like a maniac or something. Um, But one thing I've noticed that helps with boredom, again, besides exercise and occasionally seeing different people or a friend here or there, um, which that doesn't always fix everything anyway. But the one thing that has really helped with boredom is doing what I've shared with you guys, and that is um, making it my agenda to learn new things by checking out three to five books per shelf at the library. And I told this counselor, that is the only thing that's ever worked, ever, ever. So, like, sometimes if I would say, okay, I'm going to go spend more time with friends, sometimes that doesn't work. And I think part of that is complex PTSD and interpersonal skills can be jacked up and not knowing how to handle certain things. And then it just makes you want to isolate. So sometimes if someone recommends, well, why don't you go hang out with friends more? Go do something with your friends. I could. um, But sometimes when you struggle with interpersonal skills, it can backfire. You know and I hate saying that but it's true you know it's it's not always the remedy um, but so in regards to this reading um, and looking at it from a particular perspective I'm not just going to the library and reading more I'm reading for a purpose because I want to learn things that maybe I have a stereotype about and I want to learn things that I've never learned before And I want to think more critically and I just want to educate myself about everything, Um, even things that I think I know a lot about. So, for example, I think I know a lot about massage therapy because I've been doing massage therapy for 15 years, but maybe there's a whole lot of stuff I don't know. You know, maybe if I even read more up on it, I might learn more particular things about headaches, how to help headaches in regards to massage therapy. Or if somebody has Bell's palsy, like I've had, you know, maybe there's specific techniques I've never read about. Or if somebody has arthritis. um, I recently just learned, so a perfect example is just last week I learned, um, I have a client, and he has a lot of numbness in his right hand when he's sleeping at night. And he tells me about it every time he sees me, so I always kind of work on his shoulder and all this stuff. And it still kind of pops up. So I, you know, I watched a few different videos to see if maybe there's other techniques that I'm not doing. And I found a few specific things that basically zone in more on areas I knew about, but they show different techniques for those areas. So I gave him a a 15 minute, just like a freebie to let me try some things on his arm. And I, I worked on his chest and then I worked on his like elbow area and like around his lower bicep, um, his upper forearm. And then I worked on the side of his hand where the numbness was usually occurring, which was like the ring finger, middle finger. So I worked on certain areas there in his wrist. Um, Because like a lot of times if you have carpal tunnel, which he does not have carpal tunnel, but I knew from taking a carpal tunnel class, um, a lot of times that can be in your forearm and around your elbow, but you feel it when you flex your hand, like when you, you know, you move your hand around or flex your wrist, um, because that's where you're feeling it. So then they do surgery on your wrist where the, the problem might actually be around by your elbow, right? You know, the tent, the pinching is happening down by the elbow. You're just feeling it in your wrist. I learned that years ago. Um, so a lot of times tightness in the forearm might be more of the issue. So. You know, I worked on his arm and he said it was kind of sore after I worked on him, but I, I also used a CBD oil, like a, a, a therapy oil, like a really expensive medical CBD oil. Um, not just a normal CBD oil, it was something special. Um, and I used that and, you know, maybe that's why it felt a little bit more sore was because the oil isn't something I normally use that's more slippery and maybe my grip was different. Um, I don't think the oil hurt him at all. That's not why he was sore. It was just cause I was, I had a different grip on his certain areas. So, but you know, there's might be things that I don't know about is my point. Um, and that's a perfect example right there. I didn't know specific points that maybe I could have just learned more about. And I did. And that's exactly why I want to go and like check these books out more, um, at the library. Cause I want to open up my mind and So for boredom, that's the first time that that's ever worked is, um, and it's still working. I have four books right now. I took two back today. I took a magazine and a book back today. Um, so for all of you who are tired of hearing me talk about UFOs, um, I'm done with the UFO books. They've all gone back. Um, and the future sections aren't discussing them from what I understand. I'm now solely into critical thinking. And the next section is like the history of books or importance of books or something like that. Um, Maybe the history of the written language, um, importance of writing things down. I don't know, something like that, but I'm still on critical thinking, but that section is about to end too. Um, But that was a, a great way to start everything out. Like I said, was the system of how to organize things, critical thinking, looking at these sort of mainstream mainstream things like the lost city of Atlantis, Bigfoot, you know, all these things, you're you're looking at them from a different lens and UFOs was part of that. You know, seeing what different scientists say versus seeing what people who maybe made an account and at times some were straight up hoaxes and recently have been outed as hoaxes versus what more scientific and situations say about those things. Um, but again, regarding my whole point with the boredom, the hopelessness, and binge drinking, I just wanted to stress again that, that when I was doing this worksheet that I had in my email, um, that concept of boredom was very important. And I think, again, with complex PTSD, if you struggle with isolation and isolating yourself because your interpersonal skills are screwing up your relationship so then you just avoid people and maybe if you were like me you partied a little too much in your 20s and 30s and the friend group or I would say 50% of the friend group you sort of develop was the party people because that's who I was hanging out with in my 20s and 30s it was party 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 and I mean party drinking um you know, maybe other people were doing other stuff, but for me and my core group, it was drinking, you know, um, and a lot of people struggle with that, but you know, this time around, I also told you guys when all this happened in October. Um, so a lot of my counseling is for drinking. I've been pretty open about that. And I, I try to go, I see my counselor every two weeks and then I do some other stuff about once a week or once every other week. So know I'm basically doing things four times a month um, ever since October and the uh, you know getting back to like my my core friends you know we were we were partiers um, in the 20s and 30s like I said and so I'm you know I'm not totally surprised that I, I am where I am but when there's when that sort of is your friend group and then you try to to maybe change not doing that as much. Sometimes you isolate from them. And so sometimes you isolate, you just end up isolating from everybody. Um and you know, once you take certain paths in your life, you know, maybe it makes you not want to hang out with other people because they took a different path and you know, you don't want to interfere with certain things. I'm talking more about myself here. Um but The point is isolating is bad. So, you know, if you're partying as much as I was, part of the isolating from that is you don't want to keep partying because you think you're going to hurt yourself and maybe you do hurt yourself. Um, so coming from that is boredom if you're isolating. And so I just wanted to stress that this is the first thing that's ever helped for that. I've tried a million things to help for boredom for years. Um, you know especially ever since the event happened when i was 35 back in 2017 that event sent me into isolation disaster zone because i was i was flipped out by it i was completely freaked out um that was not good it was not a good situation it was an upside down world the world turned upside down um nothing made any sense i didn't trust anybody I looked at everybody very differently, the whole world, the human race. I looked at everybody differently after that event happened. Um, And that was, you know, I already had my complex PTSD before the event. The event was the eye opener that led to my diagnosis. Um, But that was really what sent me on that really big downward spiral. And then I would say 2018, 2019. I was trying to kind of break out and come out of that spiral a little bit, but it slowly I would say sometimes when I'm left to my own devices, um, I just go, you know, into la la world or thinking that I can almost do whatever I want and you can't do whatever you want. Um but isolating and drinking, they just don't work. So in regards to that, I've told you guys, I want to do like a, another podcast and part of the reading is related to the podcast. Cause I want to use some of those books for that, um, the podcast, and then some other activities that I've been telling you guys that I want to do things to keep myself busier and earn a little extra money. Like I told you guys about writing, writing shows for different networks And a lot of those things just take time. And I am, by the way, seeing that financial advisor this Monday. I told you guys that that was a key thing related to a future individual retirement account. Something long-term that's my own that I can really build on and focus on saving money. Because another thing that was on this worksheet was taking better care of yourself. So I put on my worksheet, I'm seeing a financial advisor this Monday because When you're in a downward spiral, a lot of times you're not taking good care of yourself, obviously. And so that was one of the questions is, how have you not taken care of yourself and how are you going to? So I am doing that. And so I think it's good that I have the money, the advisor coming up before some of these other things start kicking in, like another podcast. And I told you guys I reached out to somebody at the library. They're going to host a free podcast creation thing. February, and then in regards to the writing, I've I reached out to a few people about that. I just haven't heard back from them yet. Um, So everything just takes time, um, is the point. But in the meantime, the reading has helped tremendously, and I I can't stress it enough. So I just wanted to do another podcast about that tonight. Um, This worksheet reminded me of it. How critical filling in that boredom is. Um, Because if it's not filled in with something productive, it's going to be filled in with something destructive. And for me, that was drinking. So I just wanted to stress the importance of something I have found that has been working. And particularly if you go at it with the right angle. And for me, that is opening up my mind to learning new things and thinking more critically. Which again, thinking more critically helps you, I think, be more logical, which helps with focus and that also helps with everything, because if you've been stressed out, it impairs your brain, in my opinion, to where you're not focused. So if something can be like a double positive, helping with boredom and helping with focus, those are two huge things that I think a lot of people with complex PTSD struggle with that, again, stem from isolation and stress. And drinking only makes both those things worse. So I wanted to share this. This is the Complex PTSD guy signing off.